0: Marty, why is the smoke alarm going off? I'm cooking up. What do you mean you're cooking up? We've got to start recording in like five minutes. I hate recording on an empty stomach. Come on, man. Our guest is going to be here like any minute. You don't have time for this. Are you
1: crying? No. Dude, there's tears in your eyes. It was the onions. Go get out of here.
0: Yo yo yo, welcome back to episode 3 of Housewarming. I am Nadamina,
1: and I'm Marty smiley. That means that you're listening to the podcast for a generation of frustrated renters doing their best to keep the lights on. We're a safe space for so your share
0: house stories. That's right. And that is what we're doing. We are just trying our best. Yeah.
1: <laughs> If you expect any more from us, fuck you. <laughs> a lot of people writing in from last week, they're really mm-hmm. concerned about our situation, man. Oh, man. <laughs> our, oh, man. our situation. We didn't, we didn't do this for pity. <laughs> it's all good. We've we've come to a breakthrough. We have? We, yeah, we've come to a breakthrough. It's just to fill people in again. Mm-hmm. The pandemic meant that our jobs were no longer. Mm-hmm. So we felt it necessary and it's within our rights to ask for a rent reduction. Yep. Many other people have done it. Our landlord's been unresponsive and unwanting.
0: I'm with you so far. Uh, but this breakthrough, I... But
1: the breakthrough came from a very unlikely place. Our real estate agent suggested it.
0: <laughs> oh, nice. Okay. Well, she would know more than anyone, right? That's
1: right. All, All right. L- what are we our- doing? Our I should real really e-
0: respond to the group chat more so I know what's going on. Yeah.
1: <laughs> you never do. Um, our real estate agent has suggested mm-hmm. that we just pay what we want. Wait,
0: as rent. Yeah. So Sick. we've
1: already we already did some calculations on what we thought was fair mm-hmm. and put it through. It wasn't too crazy. You know, yeah, that's little right. Little we sent them like the number. Yeah. yeah, it wasn't a crazy. She's come back. And like when you picture a, a real estate agent, normally I picture like someone in a three-piece suit. Wearing like Armani jeans, they rock up in a BMW, and they're always talking on a Bluetooth. I feel headset. like this
0: is a specific real estate agent <laughs> okay. that you've
1: had. I don't know if this goes for all real estate agents. <laughs> Let us know if yeah. you have one like that. But uh, our our real estate agent isn't actually like that. She's really sweet. No, she's she's very lovely and and kind.
0: Yeah, she's so nice. Yeah. I just want to ask though. So she suggested this. From her own accord, because I know that she's been having trouble getting in you touch know, with our yeah, landlord.
1: That's right. So he
0: hasn't been communicating with her.
1: Yeah. So she's come to us and said, "This is what you should do." Yeah. Because we have a common enemy. Him. Exactly. He, he has not be shared. Named. We have a shared issue. So she can't get in touch with him. She's unhappy with him. Oh shit. We are too. She suggests the best solution. Oh my Lord. There's a real estate internal power struggle going on here. There's <laughs> been a revolt. <laughs> um, so we're going to pay the reduced amount until things improve and we could pay the remaining amount towards the end of our lease. Okay. Okay. So we will have to pay the money back eventually. eventually. Yeah. You know, when we fund jobs and start earning money again. That's you know? pretty good. Oh, yeah. Or maybe this podcast, you know, hits Joe Rogan level and suddenly we've made a deal with Spotify and we're earning. But loads of money. Uh-huh, that's right. So keep listening to this podcast. We
0: could be Joe Rogan level pretty soon, which means this will be three hours long.
1: But, dude, since then, I've become obsessed with the idea uh-huh. of paying what you want. I don't know if that it's will be. An amazing <laughs> Is it a sustainable revelation. business model? How have we reached this point in time in our lives and no one has said, pay what you want. Oh, man. You I go think- to the supermarket you get your bag of goodies. You go to the cash register. Instead of having a numeric value mm-hmm. on the screen, mm. it says, Pay what you want. Like the idea, pay as you go. That's. I wish life worked like that everywhere. I actually had a chance mm-hmm. to put this theory to the test recently. Okay. On the weekend after Feky Lucas. Mm-hmm. Yep. Because she paid me out and criticized me for not being able to get rid of things. Yep. Uh, and I took those clothes that. <laughs> we are padding our sound booth last week. What are we going to do now? <laughs> yeah, I took my clothes to mm-hmm. the markets and mm-hmm. had a bit of a store with some friends. That's right. You went on the weekend. Yeah. yeah. How'd it go? Did you make some bank? Bro, people were coming past. I said, what's the price of this jacket? And I said, you pay what you want. Okay. And, and that would be like 20 bucks. They always start low. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What do you think i do? I would be like, I wouldn't, I'd say barely anything. I'll just go, what do you want to pay? 20 bucks? Ooh. Mm. Yeah, it's always the grimace, the wince. I just you know? do a bit of a, I just do a bit of a sound, like... Mm. <laughs> yeah, okay. Are you joining Sesame Street? <laughs> <laughs> I'll just do one of those. Yeah. And they eventually go up uh-huh. until I get to maybe double what they initially offered. So 40. And then I would just say, deal. Boom. Okay. They paid what they wanted.
0: Mm-hmm. Well, they didn't.
1: Bit. Well, but they eventually, they were suggesting it. <laughs> You put words into their mouth. This whole model is based yeah. on you manipulating people. It was great. Like I sold like a mambo jacket, a mambo shirt. I made bank. Nice. Yeah. Made me be able to pay off those renteries at some oh, stage. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> um, and tragic then, but that us come to this. There was one person mm-hmm. that didn't budge though. Like she came up, she's probably like middle class lady, middle aged. Yep. Like Gorman wearing. Okay. White You're linen. always going to get one. Came up, she found something she liked. By the way, not one man bought a piece of garment for, like, I didn't get any. I just had only. Man, it <laughs> says a lot <laughs> about only you in your fashion my, sense. Yeah. <laughs> she came That's up and cool, said though. $20. Yeah. I said, you pay what you want. Mm-hmm. And then she said, $20. And I said, mm. and she just looked at me blank, like, just stared straight into my soul and knew that I was trying to pull this. New oh, she caught on to the game. She caught on She to, caught the, caught the, on game. to the game. You know what she did? She mm-hmm. just left. I was like, damn, that was cold. Oh, shit. She doesn't okay. mess around. She put it back on the rack. She walked away. She came back an hour later. Bold. She's still around. Okay. She pointed at him. She goes, still there. I said, well, yeah. She's like, 20 bucks. And I was like, no, nah, no, nah, it's it's a fifty dollar jacket. Like, you know, it is what it is. Like, I was like, you know, pay what you want, but it okay. is fifty bucks. Yeah. And then she came back again in half an hour. Uh huh. I caved. You gave it to her for twenty. I gave it to her for twenty. I just couldn't. Yeah, was just you know like, what? She's been around for like two hours. <laughs> I felt also like I can't just say pay what you want and then not accept what they want to yeah, pay. Yeah, yeah, exactly.
0: You found the hole in your plan. <laughs> You thought it was foolproof. Nah,
1: it was exposed very, very quickly. She paid her $20. Oh, the hustler becomes the hustled. <laughs> God damn. So anyway, check back in with us uh, later on this season when we are suddenly in a lot more debt because of this short-term <laughs> oh, arrangement that we've managed for ourselves. You signed us up to this thing and it's going gonna, it's
0: gonna to end badly. I can feel it. But hey, we look forward to keeping you updated <laughs> with what happens. But never mind all that, we've got our guest joining us very shortly. We do. I'm really
1: excited about our guest today. It is. Who is it? He should be here any minute. Mm -hmm. Campbell Walker, a.k.a. Struthless. Nice. Uh, He's a very talented illustrator, animator. I would call him, I would go as far to say he's a social media genius. That's right. Um, I've been following him and been mates for a while. He's found great success online by basically... Drawing relatable characters we find in our everyday lives. You know, I sometimes see some of the stuff he does and I'm like, I've lived with that person or lived Mm, next to that mm. person or encountered them at least. And he brings them to life on Instagram and YouTube and other platforms.
0: That's right. And he's lived quite a colourful life. Mm. And he's also lived everywhere Mm -hmm. and with everyone. I don't think I've known anyone who's lived in that many share houses and with that many different types of people. Mm -hmm. And I think that would make him quite... Like a veteran of the sharehouse scene, quite like could say that like a giant of the townhouse. That's what he is. So we want to find out after all these years, from hellhole to hellhole, what wisdom has he gained, and is he the ultimate housemate problem solver?
1: I think that's in now. Oh, I'll get the door.
0: So much for having Very me well. Around. Thank you for coming, dude. Around. So, yeah,
1: what's what's going on? I saw you arrive on the scooter, looking good. Yeah, a little bit of the bring, bring, and now here I am. Yep, um, you are embracing renewable energy. Yep, yeah. as, as
2: yuppie scum, this is how I get around now. Uh-huh.
0: Well, well, I've honestly,
2: also brought you something which was oh, very oh. difficult to carry on the scooter. Oh, but my But here is a housewarming Lord. gift for you
1: two.
0: Is this a birth of Venus?
1: That's, yeah. That's, In a yeah, painting. Exactly oh, my what God. it is. It's
0: not strong. quite framed.
1: The birth of Venus.
2: Yeah, so immediately before this, I went and bought this frame from Vinny's because I realized I didn't have one. And somebody has put some hot glue around the frame, meaning that we'll never oh, actually be able
1: to get it inside the You can't the take glass. it out. Yeah, so I've just... That dude, like it. Blue it suits us. So. We're low fire, like everything it. seems unfinished. Mm-hmm. It. You've you've nailed it. Yeah. Thank it's you. It's a bit kish. Come on in, yeah. come on in.
0: <laughs> Cam, welcome.
2: Thank you, Marty. Thank you, Nat. Oh. Thank you so much for having me.
1: Oh, AKA nice Struthless.
2: Young Struth. Young Struth. AKA St. Ruthless. <laughs> the big cheese.
1: Um, <laughs> we've heard... Mm-hmm. That you're a bit of a veteran
2: of well, the share house life. For legal purposes, that is your word and not mine.
1: <laughs> I have share housed. <laughs> uh, you're a professional housemate, is oh what my I've heard. Oh,
2: my goodness, if only I got paid for it. <laughs> I can definitely say that I'm a veteran of houses. Yeah. I've definitely moved house a lot. Okay. okay. Um, since I was a kid, I think, uh, like, we moved yeah. pretty much every year growing up. Mm. Wow. Um, sometimes twice. You know? Wow, Yeah, okay. We used to joke that mum would get like one of those, uh, you know, like coffee card stamps where the 10th one was free. <laughs> yeah. Um, and I, I think that that habit must have continued into my adult life. Right. That momentum of moving around. Oh, my first share house with non-family members was when I was eight. Um, we were living with the, this, these two people, Connie and Mandy, and Connie was, they were both Canadian. Connie was French Canadian. Mandy was Canadian Canadian. And I didn't know why they lived with us because I was eight and I didn't quite understand housemates. Yeah, right. But I was (laughs) like, okay, I guess Connie and Mandy live here now.
0: (laughs) So they were living in your family home. Uh, They've come to yeah, yeah.
2: yeah, We all kind of moved into a place together. Right. Yeah.
1: So your first share house is at age eight. Yeah. Were you on the lease? Good start. Was that what? Were was I on the, the lease? lease?
2: I wish I was on the lease. <laughs> I bet you were
1: an absolutely unreliable subletter.
2: <laughs> constantly late with the rent.
1: Oh, constantly. Yeah. Um, fast forward 10 years. Give us All right, a- so we'll go
2: 18. Where was I? I um, initially I was living, I was like the token white guy in a Pakistani house, which was super fun during Ramadan because they would cook way too much food at night. And they'll be like, man, we got heaps of food left over and there's me, 18-year-old stoner cam. And I'm like, I think I can solve your problem,
1: fellas.
2: (laughs) So that was awesome. Um, So you're
1: living with like basically. Bunch uh, of cricket
2: fanatics. Yeah.
1: And they're all temporary migrants or on temporary visas.
2: Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that was pretty fun. fun. Yeah, loved it. Shout out to Jahanzib. Let's see, after that, big halfway junkie house. Because okay. you know, eighteen-year-old kids will be eighteen-year-old kids.
1: Yeah. Um. So that was that was pretty dramatic. Are you saying Eighteen-year-old kids will be eighteen-year-old kids. As in, most of them do heroin or, or... Uh, in that house. <laughs> yes. <Okay. laughs> boys will
0: be boys. Right? Yeah. Like you remember being Thank eighteen, yeah, yeah, right? Yeah yeah, 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 yeah. Doing of smack. Oh yeah. <laughs> oh yeah.
2: Yeah. That was, yeah. That was that house. Okay. Um. Which, wow. Yeah. It was... Right. What was that like? Oh, man. I yeah. Just. A lot of chunky drama, like mm. a lot of drug drama. Yeah. Um, as you can imagine.
0: Can you? I heard this rumor mm. that people who do heroin really love chocolate
1: milk. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry.
0: <laughs> it's
1: weird. I I have heard the same. <laughs> <laughs> so,
0: yeah,
1: it's
2: part, part of the problem actually. <laughs> Um, yeah, okay, so what's the thorough line that I found between all my junkie housemates? Oh, no, but
1: do they like chocolate milk? Do they like so? chocolate yeah. milk? Uh,
2: let, let me think. Uh, they liked a lot of okay, McDonald's. Okay, let's skip that. Then. Yeah. <laughs>
1: Not we have no answers
0: yeah. for this. Okay, it's I'm, not I'm happy the podcast. for this to
2: remain a rumor. Yep. <laughs> um, let's see. After that, I yeah. Um, the next house was so that was in Canberra. I ended up moving to Bathurst. Um, that was like a uni dorm room for a year. Wow. Okay. So I had the weird theatre people house, the above a pub house with a lot of drama. There was the eight people in a mansion house. The stoner house, there was the futon in a cupboard in Minneapolis house.
0: I, I feel like it's unfair to just dedicate one house to being the stoner house. I feel like they've all kind of been... Oh,
2: all of all the, the houses had bongs. Like, <laughs> <laughs> even the Pakistani house, because none of those dudes drank because they were Muslim, but they're just like, man, we smoke a lot of weed. <laughs> and I'm
0: like, my guys. <laughs> Love the big. Yeah. Uh, but you lived in a mansion with eight people? Like, yeah. How did you... Go about, like, sharing communal space as, like, one kitchen, I'm assuming? There was a lot of space. Yeah, so, right. Any forks?
1: Uh, <laughs> <laughs> so, we, had, we had forks. Okay. It was bizarre, That's the man. first thing to go. They and really are. House. It was
2: honestly weirdly peaceful, which makes me think that money is the answer to everyone's problems. <laughs> because even though we were in the country where, like, you know, we got, like, a full mansion, like, like three living rooms, a granny flat, gigantic backyard for, like, 400 mm. bucks a week between all of us, so, like, it came out pretty cheap, but that's just because it was in Bathurst. But I think that the more space we had, the easier it was to coexist, and no one there was really that tense. Everyone was really, really relaxed, so it all kind of worked. So it wasn't a
1: disaster. It really wasn't. You would have met a lot of different housemates in that time, but also you would have been exposed to the different housemate stereotypes. Oh, yes. The kind of archetype of the typical share house dweller. Oh. Like the people we've all encountered. The people we've all encountered. And and the roles they play. And the roles they play. Because, and yeah. in fucking up my day. <laughs> <laughs> one thing I've loved about the illustrations that you do on your channel is you sometimes do profiles of these particular characters that we may encounter in life. And one of those has been like a Sad Girl and Sad Boy series, uh, but yeah. which I think is really... A, a great archetype of the housemate. You got Happy Holly, who's quietly a psycho. Loki <laughs> <It's laughs> like based that off an old housemate called Holly. Oh, really? Yeah. You didn't change the name. I, uh, yeah. No. Why
2: would you? It's funnier that way. Was she? Like, oh, I love her. I love Holly. Was she was like, she's such a happy-go-lucky
1: person. <laughs> she's just that. It's like no, when there, they're too happy. There's a bit of crazy under her. And yeah. I'll say it to her face. Like, it's like when that when you're a little like, how can you be so optimistic? <laughs> 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 you must be crazy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, you got what else? Uh,
0: self-employed Salvador, who's not sure if he's an entrepreneur or a sad guy with a laptop.
1: Ah, uh, yes. I you based see- off
2: myself actually.
1: <laughs> 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 um, some of my other favourites ones were Lost Ross, who wakes up at 11, out of bed by 2. That's pretty much Nat me. This is
0: very much me. <laughs> wow, you
1: and my brother would get on. <laughs> <laughs> and then um, Neurotic Freddy, Destructive Jake, who's constantly coming down, and Depressed Jess, who constantly boils a kettle but never makes a tea. That's the saddest one of them all. Oh, that, that's oh. Uh,
2: my, my fiance Felicity when she gets sad. Just boils the kettle and stares into nothing.
1: I'm not gonna like. I've been there. Yeah,
2: I've done the kettle thing. I mean, you know. kettles work overtime for sad people. Yeah,
1: because you're like, what do I do? You're having a sad day. Like, what do I say? To... I need to do something. Oh, boy, not boy, just boil the but kettle. In life. Yeah, who <laughs> am I? <laughs> I have one boring Brett, whose
0: only interest seems to be trying to get you to go bouldering with him. Ha! ha! Oh nice. yeah, they got liquid chalk now, bro. It's not powder anymore. <laughs> bro, Come you, on you, down. Yeah, you you can do the
2: app where like you know the, the, the different ones light up and like yeah you climb the LED course, bro. Yeah,
0: it's all technology, mate. There's no.
1: Nah, dude. This I haven't sweet, encountered this person, but I hate him already. <laughs> hips to the wall, hips to the wall, bro. Yeah. Um, I've got one. Yeah. Uh, and it's it's someone I've lived with. Yeah. Nocturnal Nathan. Oh, my God, it, yes. Is it, this someone who's like, I live with someone who just was awake during the night and slept during the day. Oh, God. constantly. Yep. And they lived above me. Oh, yep. So I could hear everything going on. Mm-hmm. Um, nocturnal Nathan, who takes Dexie's too close to dinner and can't sleep, so you hear them pacing upstairs constantly, and they want to chat about space in the corridor right after you've had a shower but you can't because you've got work tomorrow and they've only just gotten to the bit where they remind you that elon musk has two companies spacex and tesla and that he's an entrepreneur but actually he's more of an engineer which you've never planned to argue with him about but he's (laughs) committed to setting the record straight you are describing my old housemate bart
2: (laughs) who who i live with in multiple houses Including that mansion that we mentioned before. And, yes, he was, he was a nocturnal neighbour if I've ever met one. Other, other things that he did was um, he would like, you know, like it would be 2 a.m. and he'd just like kind of like sort of machine gun a business idea at you. <laughs> like, and then you, you'd kind of look at him he's like, do it. And you're like, are you serious? And he's like, think about it, bro. Like, like Uber for tea, do it. Do it. <laughs> <laughs> You're like, man. Like, I'm not. I'm not going to do that, part. Like, I love you, but Matt
1: <laughs> <like>, like... <laughs> does love a business idea. Oh yeah, I've got plenty up the boys <laughs> and they're always dumb. Yeah. Yeah.
0: <laughs> That's what you think, all right. But when I've got a fucking space company, yeah. going to Jupiter. <laughs> you fucking wait, brother. I'm not taking you with me. Like he'll be,
1: he'll be going through the business side here and I'll be like, just absolutely shooting holes in these, in this, in this side, in these ideas. Yeah. And by the end, you'll be like, you don't know anything. <laughs> of these archetypes you've uh, drawn, which of them have you actually lived with, or you know, did a, did any of them sort of come from? Your own experience. Oh, all of them.
2: All of them, 100%. Sad boys one. There's one called Paranoid Aaron, who's based off my business partner, Aaron. Okay. And the funniest thing, which I I kind of thought was the funniest thing to put in there, is so he's got one of those vans, like a full kitted out van life van. And it is beautiful, like immaculate. Like it looks like it's pulled straight out of like an Instagram that would make you jealous. Goals. And he had it for prepper reasons just in case there was, like, a uh, pandemic <laughs> or, like, an apocalypse. <laughs> and so I had so much, like, storage for canned food and extra batteries. <laughs> <laughs> it's not the van life. And, dude, like, like on the day that, like, the coronavirus, w- like, broke out, like, on that day, he's like, think about it, man, January, February, about there, yep, was going to be a recession. It's going to break out. Man, you watch, you watch. I'm filling it up with cans, dude. I'm going to get toilet paper. I'm going to get all this. Like, He was fine. He, he called it, put it in his van.
1: He was fine. He's wow. not an, not even anxious at all. No, nah, oh, he is he's is not an anxious guy. He's he so was just direct. He's so direct. I've got so this. direct. <laughs> yeah. I've been planning for this moment my entire life.
2: Yeah, that that man does not fuck around. <laughs>
1: <laughs> it's like
2: the one time paranoia has paid off. Oh, I'd say that in the rest of his life. He just seems to be on stuff. He's <laughs> like he like he's like after Kobe died, he's like basketball cards. I'm like, "What?" He's like <gasps> and then <sighs> sinks like 100,000 dollars into basketball cards. Which has like quadrupled in value. Wow!
1: Like, <laughs> Man, I'm out here trying to like learn Bitcoin. It could have it been baseball and basketball so much cards. Crypto.
2: Okay. <laughs> <laughs> he also has a lot of crypto, but yeah, he's become one of the biggest basketball card traders in Australia. Oh my god! Because he's just like he's just like dot 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 dot, and he's like, and now that like the NBA is getting all these international yeah, players, yeah. he's just like it's popping, it's gonna pop, <laughs> tipping point. Basketball cards. <laughs> <laughs> oh,
1: that's great. Um, are there any housemate characters that you actually that are ideal for you to live with? You know, oh, someone with who do I love?
2: Who who have I loved the most? Okay, so there was Yuma, who oh, I loved this guy, man. So he was uh, imagine like a super stoner skater guy who just loves cooking and only owns like one pair of clothes. No, two pairs of clothes. One's always in the laundry. The other one's on him. Yeah and he's just like his whole thing was he's like like a simple life is like you skate you eat chicken you skate you eat chicken you get stoned you eat chicken and that was it his diet was basically just like chicken karagi and then he'd just skate all the time I mean, and he's you like "Have to
1: choose a meal or a oh dish. yeah, 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 a yeah. and he, yeah. he
2: made a mean chicken karagi like, yeah and he's just like oh i don't have any money get a painting job and then just goes and like paints houses for a bit Comes back, he's like, now I got more money. I'm like, for what, dude? He's like, weed, chicken. <laughs> <laughs>
3: So
2: he was awesome. He was awesome. Um, yeah. That one did end sadly. Um, yeah, Yuma Yuma ended up getting deported. Oh, no. On Australia Day. Oh. oh. Yeah. I know. I know. Wow. Just what, <laughs> things what just got nothing, racister. Almost yeah.
1: nothing more Australian. Than
2: <laughs> almost. Almost. Yeah. It was. It was. A, it was oh man. It's actually like one of the Saturdays of mm. just like my twenties, like coming home and all these stuffs there, and he's not there. And, yeah, he ended up getting put in, like, Villawood Detention Centre and then, yeah, oh. getting, like, kicked out of the country, I think, a month or two later.
1: No good. He's yeah. one of your most ideal housemates.
2: And, yeah, and we used to do this thing on Fridays. We'd just, like, take turns. and be, like, my turn to tattoo him or his turn to tattoo me. He gave me my favourite tattoo ever, which is on my shoulder. This shit is bananas. This shit
0: is bananas. Yeah. And it I, is.
2: I, I did, like, his sleeves and, yeah. Yeah, Great.
0: cool. God, oh. God
2: bless humour. Um, so that was awesome. Another ideal housemate was Benny, so he's still one of my best friends in the whole world. Mm. Also stoner. I'm noticing a same, actually. <laughs> yeah, kind of who um, you like. <laughs> yeah, and so we used to play this. We, we used to make up games. Every day we'd invent games, right? And so we had this one game <laughs> uh, where every time we'd order pizza, which was frequent, we would get the boxes once we had finished it and we'd go out into our backyard and frisbee the boxes and we'd get the sharpest knife in the house. And the idea was to, like, we were kind of, like, pretending we were, like, knights, I guess. So, like, you'd frisbee the box and then the other guy with the knife would just... Come and stab the box and catch it, and then you'd say like a really badass catchphrase, <laughs> like, <laughs> "I don't know, like, thirty minutes or less. I guess this one's on me." <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, so he he was another ideal housemate. What do you think you do that gets on your other housemate's oh, nerves? Okay, this list is long. Housemate Alex, we're like, So what do you do for work? So he'd just say, I deliver cocaine and marijuana on my bicycle. <laughs> he'd just look you in the eye and you'd be like, You're just saying that, aren't you? He's like, I, I sincerely hate the government and I will never give them a diamond tax. Like just so Midwest wow. and staunch, like, dude. Yeah. And he's like, and that is why I believe in drugs, you know, <laughs> like his mission. Wow. Like yeah.
0: his presidential campaign.
2: Yeah. Um, unfortunately, I was broke as fuck when I was living there. So, mm-hmm. like, I would say that would be my, my toxic trait was just not having money or much of a job. <laughs> like, and cause, Yeah, cause you're around
0: all the so time. So you're mooching. I,
2: I, was, I was a total, yeah, I was living the life of the American slacker. And like me and Fliss had a job, like we had a couple weird jobs, like cleaning hoarder houses was probably the gnarliest. Deep like, clean. Deep clean. Oh, my God. But then they would hang around you and be like, don't touch that. I'm like, this is literally trash. Like I'm literally holding a candy wrap and they're like, well, well, what if I need to put something in there? I'm like, you will not need to put something in there. So really it's like psychologist slash clean on. Hey,
0: I'm planning on chewing gum next week. Yeah, oh my, like literally,
1: <laughs> literally. Wow. Yeah, you do not need empty shampoo bottles. Well, I feel like today you've um, clearly established yourself as a veteran (laughs) of the share house. Your words, not mine. (laughs) I'll take Um, veteran, just just don't let it lead to expert. You would have come up against so many different issues that you've either had to solve or avoid. (laughs) Oh my God, am I going to be Dr. Phil? Yeah. We're about to Dr. Phil you. Oh, yeah. I, I
2: feel
0: like this is where this is going. Yeah.
2: I'm going to be the divorce court guy. We put
0: it out to our listeners. Are you having a current problem with a housemate? We're going to be calling them up. Struthless. You, <laughs> Cam Walker, yep. Struthless, professional are going to middle be child, solving their problem. Bring it on. And we have got Courtney on the line. Hello.
1: Courtney, we hear that you have an issue and we've ascribed this issue to Cam to solve. So, what is it?
3: Yeah, look, um, my housemate is obsessed with Top Gear and I. I probably never watched like a full episode, but like, you know, the main guy, like the one who looks like Sideshow Bob, like the curly hair one.
0: Okay. What's yeah. his name? Jeremy? Jeremy? Jeremy.
3: Jer- yeah, Jeremy. is that the yeah. one?
0: Jeremy, one? Clarkson. Yeah. Yeah, Jeremy Clarkson. Yeah. Okay.
3: He has, so this guy's like, he's really shy and like cute. And like, I've got not many other problems with him, but he has like a life-size cutout of Jeremy <laughs> in the kitchen so every time I go to open the fridge, Jeremy's staring at me. And I'm, like, having dreams about Jeremy. I'm, like, hearing his voice in my head. I'm, like, what the... Like, it's so fucking weird. And I don't know what to say because he's such a nice guy. But I'm, like, do I, do I tell him to, like... I don't know. So this like is take the only the-
0: hang-up your housemate has. He's lovely and everything else, but he just has an obsession with Top Gear.
3: Okay, there was one time... There actually is one more thing. There's one time where, like he was in okay this is so I feel so I'm scared that he's like gonna listen to this but once he's like he's a like you guys say in a you guys say ranger. like he's a redhead
0: I'm so sorry so <laughs>
3: yeah I know I know right <laughs> thank you I know it's pretty uh scary to live with one no I'm kidding um <laughs> it's so with,
2: with your family it's
3: so. <laughs> it's so weird because he once just like Shaved his pubes like in the shower and just like left them, but like nobody else has re- like ranger p- pubes.
1: Aww. So we knew <laughs> it was his.
3: And he just left them in there and we're going, um, I don't, like, I didn't even know did what you to
1: do, say. Did, you didn't bring it up with the group, hey, who's orange pubes? <laughs> <laughs> Maybe it was an alibi. Maybe
2: he's got a badass uh, yeah, double life yeah. and he's like, well, I know with my red hair I can at least create a convincing backstory.
3: <laughs> that's what I'm thinking. So that's, like, the other, okay, so that was, so like, was two
2: one. So That's okay. two things.
3: The got Jeremy it. cutout is so fucking creepy and I don't know what to say because I'm, like, he cleaned up the pews, but I don't know if I just like got in the shower at the like the wrong time. Like he was like timing it. You know what I mean? Like I don't know if he was timing it badly, okay. and I just got into the shower too
1: too quickly. Okay. Cam, if you had Jeremy Clarkson cut out in your kitchen, would you... Well, firstly, let's let's tackle the pubic hair. So pubic hair is the fastest growing hair on the
2: human body statistically. Like, okay. by and are large, you joking? The board. No, no, I never joke about what?
3: <laughs> God. that. What? that makes me sick.
2: I'm deadly serious. Where me. are you going with this? Well, where I'm going with this <laughs> is if he's a man who cuts his pubic hair and you've only found it once, this isn't the only time he's cut his pubic hair. So I'd say that that's an anomaly in an otherwise... Clean pubic hair cutting, routine. so he gets a free okay. pass on. So the, I think he gets a free okay. pass on the ranger pubes. And I, we'll let it, we'll let
3: that slide. We'll I also think slide.
2: he gets a free pass on Jeremy Clarkson.
0: <gasps> I know. Are you serious? Yes, okay. I'm 100
2: serious. Look, okay. every everybody, everybody, and this is this is my mum talking. Mm-hmm. This is this is my mum's theory about people. She says, yeah. <laughs> my mum, she's a veteran of having <laughs> marriages. So, um, <laughs> oh, so, I
3: see. Oh, cute. So, so, I like so, that. Uh,
2: yeah, Yeah, yeah. It was, so, take it with a, with a grain of Himalayan pink salt. But, um, <laughs> so, my mum said that everybody in this world has a, has a price of admission. Everybody's got a ticket price, right? Mm-hmm. If you want whatever that thing is, they're going to have a cost. And some people are really, really, really great, but there will be just one little hang up mm-hmm. and you just have to accept it. It's mm. just the price. And his and he- price. So to, yeah, is his is the Jeremy Parkson.
1: And we but just, like
3: in the, behind the fridge, like I mean, that's the thing. <laughs> oh, yeah. I, I'm like, yeah. of, all the,
1: of all the fucking places you could put the fucking thing. Maybe you need to give it your own cutout. What cutout oh, would you like to have in the house? Oh, Brilliant. Courtney. Okay,
3: um, Timothy Chalamet. <laughs> <laughs> Timothy Chalamet, or like. Or I'm trying to think of like what ones, that, one that's going to be like tall enough to be, because it's like pretty life size, like on
2: a milk crate. Jeremy's a tall man. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Till,
3: yeah, on like a what do they call the apple crates, like yeah. that they use for filming. Yeah, you know, like I feel we, like it can't be, it can't be like Tom Cruise. You know, like we gotta get someone tall.
1: Yeah, it can't so be can you draw Timothy Chalamet on a milk crate?
3: <laughs> sure. I feel like can if you can, you're like a really good. Like, you
1: know, you, you can do that. All right. We have a Timothy Chameleon on a Milk Crate cartoon illustration coming your way very soon. That's how we solve problems here. On oh my show.
3: God. That's
0: beautiful. Thank you so much, guys.
1: No, no worries. You've gone, gone above beyond. and beyond. You have been Dr. Cammed. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's hot. That's so hot.
3: <laughs> Thanks, guys.
1: Well, we thought you could do it, and you, you have done it, and you've outdone yourself. Mm-hmm. Thank you so much for mm-hmm. solving the problems uh, of our share. And I completely listeners. agree with your mom. That is, <laughs>
0: <Yeah>. <laughs> If you would like to be part of the show, you can also join our Facebook group at Housewarming Podcast. We're also on Instagram at Housewarming Podcast and on Twitter at Housewarming Pot.
1: If you want to leave a review on our podcast, you can do that too. That helps us out. We want to know what you think of it. Thanks to Struthless. Thank you for the gift, the housewarming gift as well. Thank you for coming on the show. It's been an absolute pleasure. Thank you for having me. It's been an absolute pleasure. And until next time, peace. Peace. Finally, big thanks to our hardworking producer, Jess Smalley. She mixed, mastered and produced this episode. And a massive thank you to our boy, Paolo, for helping us out with the theme music. How do you turn a smoke alarm off? Uh, Tell it you're really into astrology.